Hello, everyone. I uh, hope you're having a nice day. Uh, you're probably not used to seeing our faces, but we are trying something new for season two. Uh, and yeah, welcome to season two. Uh, you know, we really enjoyed all of you participating in the first season and we really liked that you guys were engaging with the speakers. Uh, so we, de we decided, uh, why not show you our faces and our speakers' faces? Um, but yes, I, I can tell you it's not just me. It's not just uh, Jeffrey here today. Uh, we've also got Sam and Anushka here. So Sam and Anushka, if you could say hi to everyone. Hey, everyone. Um... Yeah, welcome back to season two. Excited to uh, to go over completely new topics and go over old ones as well. As we found out in our previous season, there were so many things that we wanted to expand upon. Every time a, uh, a speaker came, we were just like, we, we want to know more about this, we want to know more about that. If it was something about um, BME, like how does it affect um, like being a woman as well and so many different things that we, we wanted to explore more. And we think that showing our faces is a good, is a good way of expressing um ourselves and get getting the getting the points across so yeah welcome back excited to do a new season with everyone and and thanks for coming back to all of our all of our old uh, old listeners and new yeah yeah hi everyone couldn't have said it better myself <laughs> what he said <laughs> um yeah but hope you've all been keeping well and welcome back to the new season yeah, thanks, guys. Uh, and yeah, like they said, you know, even if you're you're still listening uh, audio wise, uh, don't don't worry. You know, you'll still have the same experience. Uh, but if you do want to check out the actual video itself, feel free to go to our YouTube channel. The link is on our website. So uh, today we're, we're we're discussing an interesting topic. You know, we we briefly touched last season about graduation opportunities, but we decided to go a bit broader this season. Uh, so this season. We're starting our first episode off with looking at what's next after university. You know, a lot of students are at that point, you know, us included, that are, that are thinking, what do we do next? Where do we go? You know, there's there's many opportunities. And even, you know, even if it feels like everything's you know, been a bit changed because of COVID, there are still many different options that recent graduates can do uh, once they've graduated from university, whether that's a postgrad or undergrad or PhD. So we've decided to bring a, a very special guest today uh, and her name is Chloe. Now I won't, I won't introduce Chloe because you know, you're probably, you're, I can tell you're all dying to hear about her. So I'll pass on to Chloe. Chloe, could you please introduce yourself to our, to our listeners and our watchers? Um, hi guys. So my name is Chloe and I studied at Sussex University. I studied history. Um, I graduated two years ago. Um, and since then, I have worked as a campaigns coordinator at Brunel. And I've also just started a new role um, two weeks ago, working for a charity. So yeah, that's a little bit about myself. Um, I'm really excited to be on the podcast. Well, thank you very much for that. And it was such a such a great introduction. Uh, and yeah, we I'm pretty sure all our all our audience can tell that you've you've been you've been busy over the last year. And I'm, I'm sure they're dying to know more about, you know, you know, not only your personal journeys of the experiences that you've taken, but also what they can do now they've come to this point of graduation, which I know for, for some students, including myself, seems so far away, you didn't have to think about it. But now, you know, it's coming up to that point. Um, so yeah, so let's let's get into it. Thanks for the introduction, Chloe. Um, so could you tell us, uh, you know, after graduation, what kinds of opportunities do students have? Yeah, so after graduating, it is hard um, for students and people tell you like, it's hard to find a job after graduation, which I was like, yeah, like it'll be hard. 
But when I was looking, I was like, okay, like this is really hard. Um, but I would say um, to like utilize LinkedIn, like network, um, message people in fields that you want to like work in. Um, a lot of people will reply to you. A lot of people will give you tips if you're just like friendly. Um, I would say like, you need to be on it. Like you need to be applying to jobs. Like it is boring and very repetitive, but you just got to do it. You got to sit down each day. Like it's your working job. Um, and you just got to send off applications. Um, so I would say that's a good thing to do, but also explore with what you want to do because there's so many different jobs out there with titles that you would never even heard of and you may not even know that you're gonna it's something that you've considered but yeah look at a range of different jobs in a range of different sectors um and just get a feel of what you like the more like job descriptions you read the more you figure out like what you might like and what you might actually want to do so that would be like my tips utilize linkedin network um do a lot of research and also if you can I know this isn't an option for everyone but if you can get work experience um I would recommend you do that um just try and get some work experience because it just looks great on your CV and like everyone is fighting for them roles um so yeah they're my tips yeah no that's so true because when I was looking for a job like initially I didn't I didn't really think much about it but then one of my friends actually said, oh, look, there's this job going. Just apply for it. So I just applied for it and it was fine. But now when I'm just looking, just browsing, I have no idea what half of these jobs are. <laughs> All of these names are really like, I didn't know it was called that. I didn't, I like half of the techniques you don't even know, but you're never going to know everything in the job role. You'll just get trained, isn't it? But no, I completely agree. Like LinkedIn's a big, is a big help to be fair. And yeah, like you said, you just have to sit there and you just have to apply and apply and apply and it's boring, but <laughs> it's just got to be done. So yeah, no, well said. Yeah, it's hard, but it's worth it in the end. I know it's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. And I think just to, to add on, uh, like you said, Chloe, this idea of networking, uh, I think especially that's what people have seen during COVID as well, because uh, there's been some people that I know um, that have you know, they've seen job opportunities or through connections, whether it's on LinkedIn or actual personal connections, have been able to get job opportunities or be the first to know about, oh, hey, you know, my company's looking for a, uh, you know, an IT uh, specialist. And, you know, I know you specialize in IT. We met at this event. And it is one of the things that I think uni students especially don't start to do beforehand and it can be a huge benefit, especially when you're at this graduation point, to have that experience before of networking. Um, so I know even uh, I think one of my lecturers was saying, like, try and apply to as many online events as possible, even if you don't necessarily uh, you know, get to speak. It's just like a pre-recorded one where you watch someone. Um, you can find the person on LinkedIn. You can connect with them. Uh, so, yeah, so you've really given like, a great way, different many ways that, um, you know, students could could find ways to of, of employment or other options uh, after they've graduated. So yeah, thank you very much for that. Also, like I've, I'm just starting to finish my my masters now, so um, I'll be done in September. And so at this point, I'm starting to think. I don't know if this is the right thing for everyone, but I'm starting to email people, people in in roles that I want to be in, and people that can 
would, would be able to recruit me later on and say like uh, this is my cv this is my experience like um i'm i'm planning on applying in september getting a job in september they say actually you can start applying in in august because then by the time we, you get accepted for interviews you will have you will have had your results back you would have done it um and then you can you know if, you know and then you can you can go from there and it sort of cuts out that period of time where like a lot of people they don't want to be transitioning some people want a bit of a holiday but some people just want to go straight into it i sort of can go straight into it um and so and there's there's things you can do in the meantime like um i'm thinking well i'm doing my dissertation um to do like volunteering or try and get like some some work experience somewhere uh, like you were saying it's like a really good really good thing to get it in there because then if they've seen that you're doing something recently you're up to date with your skills and you're you know you show that you're you're actively looking to to work with well for me it's psychology they say you know make sure it looks like you you want to work with these populations that you've experienced it before so you don't just go in and then just like oh i don't like it and then leave it's good to show that you have got stuff before but yeah it's it's like you're saying just like try and get that experience um and again it's, it's different for every course but I, I found that was really useful i would also say you touched upon recruiting um and recruitment agencies are also great for when you come out of university um, because you can tell them like what you think you're interested in um, and they have a connection um, with organisations and they will just pass your CV along and you'd like cut out the middleman um, and because you've gone to the recruiter and like you have a connection with that recruiter and they know what you're like sometimes it, it is very beneficial in getting into the interview um, so yeah I would also say like reach out to recruitment agencies not too many though because they will just be like filtering different jobs to you and if you're like signed up to loads you might be getting the same jobs or you'll end up getting loads of emails but yeah that's another thing to think about as well so chloe you said that you did um a history undergraduate um and so we're just wondering what did you do like once you graduated and, and afterwards like what was what did the process you went through where did you go into um just just tell us a bit about yourself yeah so I I think out of my friends I was actually the last one to get a grad job um which was tough um at first I was like it's okay like it's gonna take some time um a few of my friends had already landed jobs before like they graduated which was great um, and I was sort of like, I know what I want to do and like, I don't want to sway from that because like, for me, like I was very keen to work in the charity sector and I know like my final goal and I could have, my friends always said to me like, Chloe, like you can work in the private sector, get paid more and you can get a job. And I was like, but I don't want to do that. <laughs> um, and yeah, the, the, charity sector is like very competitive um but what I used to do is I used to like just get up every day I had a spreadsheet which I think is like very useful um to just put like the jobs you're applying to like the salary when the closing date is um and what you have to do that for that application process and when you should hear back from it by um so that's like quite a nice way to check yourself and know how many jobs you are applying to because there were points where I definitely was slacking and my friend was like how many jobs have you applied to and I was like yeah like one and she's like you need to be applying to like three four every day and I'm like oh my god like this is a lot um so yeah that's one thing I did I said oh I think as well um 
what I looked for was jobs that may look out like they may ask for applications from like minority groups so I found that really useful um especially applying to like grad schemes that were directly for like BAME community that was really helpful um because I feel like you have more of a chance so I would also like recommend doing that as well um but yeah that was sort of my journey I was still working part-time so like I still had an income which was good um, and I think that helped me get by um and I did sway out a little bit of what I wanted because when you come out of university you have a very high expectation of what you want to have and you've got like a salary in mind and you've got a location in mind and you've got like a specific job role that you want to get and sometimes that's not the case and I think with like your career progression there's always loads of different routes that you can take to get to the end goal so sometimes you have to think okay maybe I'm going to take a slight detour with the job that I thought I wanted and I thought that I needed to get to be um and I'm going to take this route and it might be a longer route to get to my final destination but I'm going to get there in the end and that's sort of how I look at things um I know I wanted to work in the charity sector. I'm interested in policy. I'm interested in like education. So there's so many things that you can do with that. Um, and that's sort of like why I applied to work at Brunel, still in education, um, campaigns coordinator, like campaigns and policy, like goes quite close together. But when I come out of university, I thought all I wanted to do was work for like the government or like a charity um Brunel technically is like a non like non-profitable organization but it wasn't the sector that I thought I was going to be working in um so I got that job like a month before we went into lockdown and I was so grateful that I landed myself that role um but it was outside of London I thought I wanted to commute into into work and like it was very close so I drove to work that was like a compromise that I took but it was fine um and yeah so I worked there for just over a year um and now I have landed myself a role with the girls network um and it's a charity that I am an ambassador for and it's great with like networking and connecting people and actually when I come out of university I'd gone to this charity and I'd like said like I don't know what to do like I don't know how to get to where I want to be and they were amazing at connecting me with a list of organizations um and connections um with different people um and I did manage to meet with two companies um and just talk about what I like what I wanted to do and they said like the skills I need and who they accept in their roles and actually it turns out one of them I actually didn't have the experience to work there anyway um and they were like you know do this and maybe come back in three years but having that discussion with her was so helpful and she recommended like some books to me um and it's good to have them people there like some years have gone by and now I have more experience and like she's on my LinkedIn and if a few years time I have the experience to work at that organization. I know that I can email her or 
in my application I can obviously put little tips in that she's given me um so that's sort of the process I went down um my role now is a lot about networking and I really I can now see like the importance of networking um it's a shame but sometimes it's not what you know it's who you know um which is hard but everyone can network and everyone can reach out and everyone can make different connections so yeah that's a bit about how I got to where I am now (laughs) nice thanks yeah and you made some you made some really good points so just going over the first one very briefly was you you were very organized you were very you had like a a schedule and a way of doing it I mean I know you didn't start that way but like you you got there um and as someone because I've graduated as well obviously I'm doing my postgrad now um, and I went in, um, I ended up working for Whole Foods in the end. Um, but I was going around, I was just like, what do I want to do in the meantime? I wasn't sure. I, I did international relations for my um, undergrad and I didn't really want to go into anything to do with politics or anything like that. Again, that's that's a big like who you know sort of industry. Um, and I, I just, it just wasn't, wasn't for me. So I, I just got really organized. And I was just like, okay, I'm going to search for all of these places. I'm going to go around because of my CV know if I've got like a reply or anything that is super useful to sit in your head because then you can tick off what you've done you can make targets for yourself every day and you can sort of tweak your you're better at tweaking your CV um, another thing also is that the university does offer uh, CV help so you can actually apply um, I can't remember the exact name of it but it's like the academic skills um, it's not asked but it's 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 sort of similar and you can you can get appointments they're really useful I actually had one today this morning um, because again, I'm starting to apply for things now. So get in there early and, and, and make the most of it if you're if you're at uni. Um, and I, even if you've left the uni, if you were at the uni before, I know for Brunel, you can still use the service. I think, I don't know how many years, but you can still use the service. So that's, it's really useful. Um, but your other point was about like making use of the BME um, networks, could be a women's network, could be, um, could be anything. But it's again, like in a, in a sort of a who you know world, it used to be like, a load of men just being like, oh, I'll give, give your son a job because I know you or whatever and like that. So it's these things come back for a reason. Um, it's called positive discrimination and it is positive. So make, make use of them. So if you are going into anything that's fast stream services for people from different backgrounds, it could be uh, underprivileged backgrounds, it could be a BME background. Um, so make use of them because they're there for a reason. And if you don't take it, someone else will. So it's good to, but also all the people there, they're really, I mean, I've when I was working for STEM, we, we did things with the women's um, um, engineering sort of fast stream. They put, they put you with a mentor, really, really good way of getting connections. And again, it's all about this networking because once you know someone inside the company, you're a familiar face and you're more likely to get it. So, you know, make use of them and, and, and the success stories from them are really good. And you get put in touch with people that you, you know, like even if you don't go for a job straight away, like you were saying, in the future, you can go for a job um if, if it fits you better then so yeah no some really really good points and there's just so much out there so I guess like you know you, you know better than anyone but the the networking really is really is important um I would also say um you know doing like sending out cover letters and CVs and it's good to reflect so like if there was any stage when I wasn't getting that many responses back it's good to like look at yourself and think actually there's something I need to change in my CV or my cover letter because there's a reason why you're not getting any responses and you just need to adapt how you're selling yourself. So take time to reflect on what you're sending out and 
it's okay to tweak it um and it's okay to you know sometimes even start again like that's fine because the end goal is to get that job and you're going to do whatever it takes and you're going to put in the work and things need to be changed and as well it's good to realize your tone for different companies and like do your research into that company and you know don't just copy the same cover letter like you need to adapt it (laughs) to fit that company I hate the thought of that because it is a long process but you have to do it unfortunately so I was going to ask like you said about and you're under no pressure if you if you just whatever but yeah no um you're saying about like that you do sometimes have to do tweaks is there did you find like there was a common issue that you you found with your cv that actually was drawing you back that maybe you didn't realize like uh, the way you're wording things or or the cover letter or the way that you were putting like you're putting too much information about something or, or did you find that there was something yeah um my cover letter my first cover letter was awful um which w- is a bit crazy because I got the template from my university. Um, so I was like, you've given us this template. Um, it wasn't detailed enough. Um, it had bullet points in it. Um, and some companies, yeah, they want to read stuff fast, but you need to sell yourself. Um, so certain things like don't go over a page. Um, I cut my uh, CV. I've changed it since when I first got my first job, but I've taken out all of the little bits. You might need that as a graduate, but now like as time goes, like they probably don't need to know that you, unless it relates to the job, like they don't need to know like what you did at school and they don't need to know like the little things you've done at university. Like that stuff you can talk about in your interview when they ask you like certain questions um, about your experiences, but that stuff's just fillers. You don't need that. Like stick to like your core talents and your core skills and like what makes you great. Yeah, thank you very much for the for the last answer, Chloe. And uh, yeah, I think we can clearly see that um, you know you've you've you were you've had that organisational skills, and I think that's one of the things that uni students have had sort of you know pressure I wouldn't say pressured but it's definitely put in them that you know you have to be organized you have to be on top of you know setting out targets for each day especially when like you said when it came to these applications making sure you did a certain number each day and just focusing on that and doing that was really good um but I think like Sam touched before universities sometimes can offer support or like you said some agencies or recruitment agencies um do offer support as well so we were just wondering what support did you get after you you graduated essentially yeah so support from my university I feel like I got a phone call like months later to be like have you found a job and it was very like weird patronizing phone call and they were asking me loads of information which even made me think like is this a scam because what what are these questions they're asking me um I went to like career fairs whilst at university and after um uh I don't really feel like I got that much support post like as a graduate from my university but I had got I had so much support from my friends um they like really pushed me to like just keep going um and my family as well which I think is helpful um what one thing that was useful is at my university at like the careers fair and like the careers 
section in the library, they gave out these free books. There was two of them. Um, I think one of them was like top 100 UK graduates, like by the Guardian. Um, And then there was another one. And it was so interesting flicking through the book and seeing the different sectors, um, what the grad role was, what the pay was, when the applications opened, when they closed. Um, And it was just good to see what was sort of out there and like how different companies differed with pay or um, like what was expected from you and what grades you might need to even get onto the graduate scheme. Um, So yeah, I would like encourage everyone to like, research like top 100 graduate roles um because that's just like an eye-opener um any other support I think it's also good to like the LinkedIn thing but seeing what other people write like I've like applied to 100 roles and I've not heard back from any of them and then today I landed my dream job like I was so glad that I waited stuff like that is like that's like supportive because you're like, oh yeah, it's not just me that doesn't have a job. Like everyone else is in this boat. You got to think everyone graduates at the same time. Everyone's looking for a job at the same time. Um, the graduate schemes, they open, I think like twice a year. And like, if you're not like on it, like you've missed it. And then you might have to wait to like the next opening. So you just got to remember that like, everyone's in the same situation and you might see that your friends are getting jobs before you, but everyone has their own time in. And like, I truly believe like everything happens for a reason. So just wait and it will come. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely. I, I definitely agree. And I think like you said, um, there's, you, you can't rush these things, um, especially if you know, you're looking for, and I think, you know, we touched on this in our first ever episode of, you know, following your passion um, rather than following money. And like Sam said in that episode, you know, looking when it comes to looking for a job uh, or career path that you want to go down, you definitely shouldn't. I know sometimes even that can be a luxury of not going one for money immediately. But, you know, if you've got the option to apply for different roles, like you said, um, LinkedIn posts that share, you know, we, you know, I've applied for hundreds of jobs and I haven't heard back. And then I've got this the, the dream job I was looking for and it came out of nowhere. Um, I think that's, that's like you said, that's definitely true. And that's definitely something that can support a lot of students who, you know, might, especially if they've never applied for jobs before graduating, that is one of the things as a uni student, you might not necessarily be prepared for. So knowing that, you know, there are other students or even, you know, some people who, who haven't been to university, you know, they, they had a role and whether it's events like COVID or personal things that have meant that they've had to reshuffle their whole career path, um, knowing that, you know, they're also going through the similar things of trying to get jobs and trying to apply and not hearing back, uh, like you said, can be, be encouraging to know that, you know, you're not the only one going through this. Eventually, you know, you will get that job that you're looking for, or you will, you know, get onto this pro, uh, graduate scheme that you want to do. But sometimes you just got to wait. Uh, and I think, like we said in in that um, in the first episode of just using that waiting period to do something. So not just necessarily saying, okay, cool, you know, the graduate scheme opens October and January. I've missed the January one, so I'm just going to wait until October. I'm not going to do anything. No, just using, you know, whether it's you develop your soft skills, like, um, you know, practicing your interview skills or communication skills, or whether it's your actual technical experience. Because like 
like we said before, there's loads of online courses you can do to learn Excel. Uh, and that's, again, you know, one of the benefits of LinkedIn. You can say, you know, I've got a proficiency in Excel or PowerPoint or any online software. I think they've got basically now. Um, so that is, yeah, definitely a key thing that anyone listening, you know, who's at this point and they're unsure, I definitely would recommend to just go out and do. So thank you very much for that. Yeah, thanks. Those are some really, really good points. Um, and I was thinking, again, as someone that's just about to leave um, uni again, um, I went for it before and um, I learned my lesson, which, well, I suppose for me was that I could, you know, if you if you leave, the lesson I learned was that you can always go back and do something else. So you could do, a con- mine's a conversion course psychology. Um, but anyway, that's, that's a completely different matter. What we're wondering is, what is like one piece of advice that you would give to students who are about to leave university? So I guess in that sort of, those running steps whether it's masters or undergraduate um so yeah i would say utilize your friends um you're all in the same boat so like feel free to like send your cv because they might be like oh actually chloe i've got told that you shouldn't lay it out like this and you shouldn't go over a certain amount of pages because they just want to like read the cv like quick and like know what you're about um so yeah I would say like that's what your friends are for like you're your own network group so share skills and help each other and get your friend to read over your cover letter like I I sent my cover letter to like my friends because at at the beginning I was like does this sound good does it sound professional because you know I didn't know um and then I mean that's one bit of advice but my main advice would be just don't compare yourself to others um everyone has their own timing and I truly believe in that because when you do start comparing yourself you will get disheartened and you will lose motivation and then it's hard to like get out of that because you're like oh my god like I'm not gonna apply for another job because I'm not hearing back from anything but it will happen so yeah you're on your own path like everyone's on their own path and their own journey so follow your path and you'll get there in the end I love that. That's actually great advice. But yeah, no, we are. And like, we always do compare each other. Like, even when we think like, let's not do it. We, we're always comparing ourselves to others. That's like our sort of standard of living. So whatever our friends are doing, friends are even more of a comparison point. Um, and so, yeah, no, it's just like, you're right. We're, we're all on our own path. We're all in our own time. And I think you said this, I can't remember. You said this earlier, like everything happens for a reason. Um, and like, you know, sometimes you can be rejected and all of this stuff. And what I've learned in life is that sometimes not getting what you want is getting what you want because you can be rejected from something, but actually you wouldn't have liked it and you wouldn't have done it. And then something else comes along. It's just like, actually, this, you're just like, ah, that's, that's more me. And then, and then actually sometimes like when you lose, you win. And when sometimes when you win, you lose. So I guess it is just about taking, taking your own life and not, not comparing yourself to others. Very important. But yeah. I, okay. I have another bit of advice and I know you only said one, uh-huh. but quickly I'd also say um we're very young so don't if you don't like a job don't be in a job that makes you unhappy because like we don't want to be unhappy and young like we've got a whole life to live you've got your whole yeah you've got your whole life to work so don't be unhappy in a job like do something that you love and it's okay to leave a job if you don't like it that's yeah that's really good as well and again because because I'm doing a a master's conversion course there's so many people that were in different degrees, different um, jobs before. Some people were 40, some people were 30, some people were 20, just going straight into it. But all, all of them are like, 
I did something before and I didn't like it and I wanted to change. And like people at the age of 60, they're still doing it. And they're just like, you know, I just wanted to change. And talking to them, they're like, I was doing something I didn't want to do for so long and it was just draining me and I wasn't enjoying it and I wasn't living to my true self. Um, and so like when you start thinking, just like, I want to do this, I want to do that, maybe through your entire life, when you would, wish I was too young, like choose something you're going to do, choose an A-level, choose a, choose a, choose a degree, and then when you get the degree, now you can get a job in it. But actually, if your like 18-year-old self was just like, just chose the wrong thing because you're just pressurized to do something, you should be stuck to it. So yeah, someone that's just about to leave university should know, I guess, that it's not all about, you know, what they've done. Like they can pave their own path from whenever. Nice. Three bits of advice there. So, yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, thanks for the last uh, answer, Chloe. Like, that's some really good advice. And even Sam, like what you guys were saying, it's really, really good advice. But um, can you tell me, like, where, where do you think students can go to get more information about what they want to do after university? Like, be that like um, the careers sent, like a part of their university or where, where exactly do you think that they can go? Um, so I would say, yeah, Careers Hub, um, LinkedIn, um and like messaging people on LinkedIn not just like scrolling on LinkedIn um but also yeah following organizations that you're interested in on Twitter seeing when they post like a job application is going to come up um and also even if someone doesn't have a job like vacancy email them I've know I know people that have emailed companies saying like I'm looking for a job and they've said oh actually um, we do have this role coming up, like, and you've actually got a head start. Like, you've actually been able to apply before any, like, before it's been advertised. Um, so yeah, you just want to reach out to as many people as possible. Like, email, message them, like, be really friendly and be like, hi. Um, also, I would say like, look on people's LinkedIn and see like what roles they've had before, how they might have got to where you've got. At where you need to be because it'll be interesting it's interesting to see like who had voluntary work or who did what after university and a lot of people yeah not everyone gets the job they want like sometimes you have to do something that's slightly different but yeah um I would say yeah utilize careers hub and linkedin they're the two main ones yeah that's really true and it's all about networking as well like you were saying just message don't just look it's very true yeah yeah, I think one thing that I want to just add on to oh, to highlight was uh, that you said, Chloe, the idea of both social media and contacting the company uh, like directly. Um, because, yeah, I think it's one of those things where, you know, people think that just because, you know, you use social media, it's, it's got more of a personal presence uh, that you can't actually use it for jobs. But actually, that, that's not true. Um, and, you know, I, I, I can't think of any off the top of my head, but I've heard of examples of, you know, individuals who said to, to whether it's like a big company or a smaller company um, that, you know, oh, you know, if, even if they, you know, their, their social media is their passion, they might be like, oh, I can see that you guys, you know, you, you, you post a lot of stuff. But actually, if you think about this, doing it like this, this is a really good thing. And they'll be like, huh, you know, we didn't think about that before. Um, how would you like to, you know, we'd, we'd like to sit with you and just discuss some of your ideas and that can lead to a job. And I think that's one of the things where, you know, people just need to, to I guess, go back to and understand that, yes, social media is for a more personal presence. And I know that LinkedIn, uh, like we've discussed here, has 
got the you know the atmosphere of you know being super super professional um but it's one of those things where you you can just start thinking of you know, like using social media, uh, especially like you said, like Twitter, um, to just see what these companies do. And uh, a lot of the time, like you said, they do. And I think that that's what uh, I think the three of us have even said that they do respond to you, especially if you show like a genuine interest. And as long as you're genuine with them, they'll always give you a genuine answer. Uh, and, you know, worst comes to worst, at most you'll get you'll get a no. Um, and, you know, it's, it's, it's better for you to do it and know where you stand rather than you just waiting, you know, in limbo and not being sure of, you know, should I do it? Should I not? So, yeah, definitely. I think using social media and contacting them directly is, is definitely a key thing to raise. So, yeah, thank you very much for that. So, yeah, thank you very much, Chloe, uh, for all the questions uh, and answers that you've given us today. Uh, it's been really insightful and I'm, I'm sure you know, our listeners uh, and our audience have enjoyed it as much as we've enjoyed, you know, hearing your answers as well. Yeah. And uh, Sam's got his thumbs up, everyone. So, yeah, definitely. It's been super fun having you on here. Um, for everyone, uh, you know, this is our new season. So we like to introduce uh, a new thing every every season. For this season, we're getting our guests uh, to ask us as co-hosts. Uh, ask us questions relating to this topic. So I'm going to now hand over to Chloe. He's, I guess, going to be interviewing us and uh, she's going to ask us a question. So Chloe, please take it away. Um, okay. So guys, the question that I would like to ask you today is what are your career aspirations and do you have an idea of how you want to reach your dream goal or your dream career? Yeah, I can say that's a very, very good question. Um, I think for me, uh, so my career aspirations, I don't necessarily know the type of role that I want to go into. So I can't give a specific job title, um, but I definitely want to to do something around sustainability. Uh, so whether that's myself, like running a sustainable organization, um, like I said before, I'm very passionate about sustainable fashion and raising that as a, raising awareness on that, especially um, like from a, I guess, a guy point of view, because one of the things I have seen is, especially when it comes to sustainable fashion, um, sometimes guys might not feel like they like they they want to be very involved, or you know, if they are involved, you know, fashion is not their thing. But making it in a way that it is it is enjoyable and it is fun uh, is definitely something I want to go to. So definitely being a business owner is definitely somewhere down the career path. Um, but yeah, for the time being, I definitely want to do something with sustainability and, um, you know, working with people to encouraging them to become more sustainable. Uh, do I have a, a clear path of how I'm going to, or, or, you know, path of how I'm going to get there? I would say at the moment, yes. Uh, so like with, uh, so like Sam, I'm, I'm finished my undergrad uh, and I'm currently going to be applying for my master's. Um, but yeah, I'm looking for masters that do allow those options. So they do allow me to either come out as someone who can work as a consultant or can work with different organizations to introduce or implement sustainability into them. So that sort of like fits into the idea of like corporate social responsibility um, or you know, some of the, the courses that I've seen, they actually give support to students who do want to start a business. So they go through the idea of, you know, how that comes about, you know, the different forms you'll have to fill out, um, you know, taxation, you know, you, you have to report stuff to HMRC. So things like that, they, they give students the support. And I think what's really been good, uh, you know, we touched on it before about these ideas of knowing that other people have gone through this and you know, their success stories. Um, one of the things with some of the applications I've seen is some of, I've been able to like, go online and see that some of these students have gone out and you know done this 
uh, masters or they've done this uh, you know program and they've come out and they've started their own business and while it might not necessarily you know be a massive well-known business it's still something that's very profitable and it's something that the person who's done it um, has said that they've really enjoyed so I think for me definitely something around sustainability and encouraging people to be more um, like eco-friendly or more conscious about the environment is definitely something uh, that I that I want to do. Oh, nice one. And I guess it's, yeah, again, it's a really great question. I guess I'll answer it now. Um, yeah, I mean, this, this might sound really organized, but I'm, I promise you it's not. Uh, I was going to go in three stages for my future life. <laughs> so the first one, which is what I'm at right now, is, is getting a job, getting into it, developing up it. Um, and then in psychology, and then my, my second stage will be about like expanding upon that, understanding other people, what they go through, all these like through my career, using it as like a learning experience and, and a stepping stone. Not the, the career that I'm going to go into for psychology isn't my end goal. My end goal would be to create my own charity. So that'd be stage three to use all the experience of everything that I've, I've done um, through my career, before my career, building up empathy, building up awareness of, of issues that people go through, like psychologically, um, but also, I guess, non-psychologically, just everything in life. I want to I see the world a bit, I want to travel a bit and, and use that to sort of build a charity later in life that deals with people's mental health issues in a way that maybe I, don't, I won't understand yet. And so it's, it's something that it's like my future goal is something that I can't see. It's like it's over some stairs that I need to climb up first to know where I'm getting to, um, which I guess is like, yeah, that's, it, it's, it's about going through all of that and building myself up as a person to be able to create that. And also, I guess, building up a, a reliable income and having money to be able to create the charity because charities, they, they take, they take resources to do, but they also, if, if, you know, if you just have money, but you don't have empathy and all that experience, then it's, it's going to be wasted on, on something that might not might not hit an issue so it's really understanding the the niche of the area and the niche of people's problems and, and finding a, a new way to help solve them and a new a new solution for it which i guess is something that i'll figure out as i go along but that's my that's my end goal but thanks yeah that's a good question yeah well well mine's not as uh, organized as sam's <laughs> i've not thought that much into it like that but um honestly i don't know about mine my my aspirations like Right now I'm in research and I know that I want to stay within research, but what exact job I want to do, like what that job title is, I have no idea because I've like, um, I only graduated last year. So I've been in this job for a year. So, I mean, to me, it's still a bit early because there's the potential of doing a PhD as well, which would go hand in hand with doing research. But then I'm also thinking it, it's all, it also goes back to the same thing of, do I want to go back to studying for another three years? <laughs> That's something I need to think about. But yeah, no, basically, I don't know. Um, I'll just take one day at a time and see what happens. Just keep applying for jobs and just work my way up. But like, ultimately, I will be staying in research because I enjoy that. I find it interesting. And yeah. Thanks for your answers, guys. Yeah, so now we come on to uh, everyone's favourite section of the, the episode. Uh, so we, we're still continuing on with our MCs of the month. Uh, and this uh, this week's one, we sort of briefly touched on it before. Um, so I know in our season one, you know, we talked about uh, Brunel's Professional Development Centre or the PDC or, you know, whichever equivalent that your university might have that might support you um, 
with your you know your your career path and going on to the future but thinking on for i guess more general scale uh we've, we've decided to pick the times top 100 grad schemes i think chloe touched on it before um essentially for anyone who doesn't know about it there the times basically put together all the grad schemes that different employers in the uk offer and they basically through the experience of students and this is where it gets really good because it's made up of the experience that students from the last year have essentially you know they've been on these grad schemes it's made up of that. So it's not necessarily the business, you know, coming up here and saying, you know, this is why you should apply to us. And, you know, giving you, I guess, information that you might feel isn't necessarily true or isn't, you know, the realist information that you could get. What's really good is they interview these students, they speak to them about it and the students themselves express, you know, things that they liked about it, things that they would have preferred to be improved. Um, obviously, you know, I'm not sure if at Brunel they've, they've cause I know before, like Chloe was saying, there were copies that students who are graduating could pick up from the library um, or from the uh, PDC. Uh, but obviously with COVID, you know, people might not be on campus or the, these centers might not be open. But what's good is they do have an online one. So if you go onto their website, I think if you just type in Times Top 100 uh, grad, Employer Graduate Schemes, um, you can subscribe and they'll send you the online one. Uh, and yeah, it can be really good to help you like go through, even if, you know, at this point, you don't necessarily know what you want to do. Um, it can be like a really good thing to just look and see, you know, these are the career paths that, you know, some, this is a graduate scheme. And then these are the careers that someone who's done your degree could go to within this. And that's really good. Um, and I know I'm going to be checking that out. Um, and I know uh, I've, I've had lecturers tell me as well that it can be very supportive. I've had friends who've graduated and they've used it and it's been really good. So yeah, so I definitely recommend for anyone who is graduating post-grad or undergrad or in a PhD, go check it out. You know, some of these schemes, like we have said, they might have closed. So if they have closed, just keep an eye out for the next one. Even if you want to contact the organization, feel free to do that. And I'm sure they can get back to you. Um, but yeah, there are MC for the month. Uh, so we've now come to the end of our first episode of season two. And we want to say a big thank you to Chloe for, for being here. We, we've loved having you on the show. Yeah, we're, we're, we're clapping. We're clapping virtually everyone. <laughs> um, but yeah, thank you so much for being on the show. It was great to have you here. You've given some really insightful answers that I think, um, you know, not only have been, you know, very, very helpful for, you know, myself. And I'm pretty sure Sam could say the same as students who are, you know, going to be graduating um, but also for anyone who's even at the point where they've graduated since last year and just because of COVID it's impacted their employability or they haven't found the job that they necessarily wanted to it's really given them the hope that you know even though things might be tough now you know you will get to a point where you will be working in that dream profession so thank you so much for that Chloe. And also anyone out there share your experiences with us have you had uh, an amazing experience when you came out did you have a terrible experience we want to know uh, we might feature it on the next episode if it's interesting <laughs> enough. So yeah, send it, look on our website, send it to our email. Um, but yeah, we, we want to know about your experiences as well. Definitely, definitely. And yeah, even if you want to put it in the comment section below, uh, you know, that would be really good because yeah. even like Chloe said, sharing this, and Sam's just said, you know, sharing experiences can help motivate others. So thank you very much for that, everyone. Thank you again for Chloe for being on the podcast and we will see you all next time. So take care, look after thank yourselves. Thank you for having me, guys. Oh, thank you. <laughs> thank uh, you. Yeah. And we, we, we wish you all uh, a, a wonderful week and uh, yeah, keep an eye out for our next episode.